Travis's journey to wholeness and yesterday I had a very interesting thought because there is this person at my church who I feel has a strong inclination towards me yet I am completely not interested at all in this person right but I love this person as a friend as a brother in Christ I I love him in that way right and this led me to think when I was younger I automatically assumed because I have strong feelings towards someone this or actually because that person's feelings and my own feelings I cannot distinguish or separate for example I couldn't separate feelings because in my home we were enmeshed there were no clear boundaries or distinctions and the lack of boundaries made me confused and I couldn't distinguish this is their romantic attraction towards me and not necessarily my romantic attraction towards them and now that I am older I'm beginning to recognize romantic attraction can be one-sided also it's possible that I just like this person in a very non-romantic way I like their smile I like their eyes I like their mannerisms but I don't necessarily view them in that way and I might not ever like them in that way it's okay to just like a person and not marry them it's okay to find a person relatively attractive and not marry them I realize the misconception of Hollywood and movies and films often is this just because someone is good looking or attractive it means we have to get together what happens when you have attractive friends does that mean you go with every attractive person you meet you can just like someone for who they are without necessarily making anything happen out of it I just feel like that is something I wish someone told me when I was younger because often when you are young you can't really have opposite gender mentors or even spiritual parents because you often will confuse that with romantic love because you're not old enough to realize that they're trying to love you as like a mother or a father right and I think this is what happened to this um, guy at my church who's way younger and obviously I would feel as if it would be spiritual pedophilia if I would even think about this person in that way and I'm obviously not interested in him and so I guess the point is you can find a person attractive and not marry them you can like a person's eyes and not marry them you can even like a person's personality and not marry them some people are just very likable it's okay to like someone and not express your feelings to them because just because you like them doesn't mean they're a good husband just because you like them doesn't mean you see a future with them you know what I mean? So society often has this notion, I gotta act on my feelings because feelings should drive the relationship. But there's a difference between having feelings and having godly conviction, right? And especially when you're younger, it's easy to idealize a certain person based on how you see them in a few moments, right? But I really do believe for me, I know God's promise for me 
and a little more background i'm currently studying overseas getting a master's degree and i'm in um a country that is pretty closed off to outside news but i want to reside in another asian country one day and that's i feel like god has placed that in my heart and this person isn't going where i'm going and I don't even feel the need to pray about it. And actually I did even pray about it because I think number 2 often when we start thinking that this person or whoever has a crush on us might be a possibility, we just have to take it to God immediately and we ask the Holy Spirit who is our helper to give us wisdom on this person. And as I was praying about this person because I don't want to limit God. Obviously, God showed me my grandparents' relationship on my mother's side, which is highly dysfunctional. I used to think their relationship was very romantic because they hadn't been married for so long. But just because you've been married for 80, 90 plus years doesn't mean you love each other or are happy with one another. I see my grandparents and my grandmother often nags at my grandfather like he's a little child. And I think part of the thing is from what i remember my grandmother is actually older than my grandfather by a few years i if i remember correctly i could be wrong in that but the thing is god brought that to my mind and i realized man this will this is what will happen if i continue down this path and so god has often stopped people from becoming potentials when i pray and i desperately seek the face of god god reminds me well this is not your isaac this is your ishmael you know and there's going to be a lot of counterfeits until you find the promise right or one of the many promises that god gives you and i really do believe there is a specific promise so i guess i'm changing my mind too cuz before i was telling y'all there are many different promises i do believe see i'm trying to still figure out my theology behind that because I do believe God has someone for you, but there's also free will involved and you have a choice. So if you say no, God doesn't give up on you. He's like, "Well, this person doesn't want this mate for a shallow reason. Well, I'm never going to give this person another mate." My first mentor, she rejected a guy simply because he liked the zoo and she thought that was the weirdest thing ever, but she ended up marrying a very godly man who is very gentle and kind and they have three beautiful kids who have graduated college okay i can't remember that exactly but i guess the point is you don't really have to act upon your emotions and just because someone likes you doesn't mean you have to be with them right it's common sense it's not enough to just like somebody and also if you know your purpose and you know where you're going to end up going and that person's going the completely opposite direction I think you owe it to yourself and you owe it to God to fulfill that calling on your life and especially if you already know in your heart God has given you specific qualities that this person obviously doesn't have then you have to just be like well God I pray that you open this person's eyes and help them realize that I'm not their wife right and so God yeah I mean not God I mean y'all it is hard because Yeah, you know, I keep trying to figure out how I'm going to reject this person. 
oh my goodness please don't ask me out because i don't want to create a rejection wound but then i have to remember that rejection often brings us healing because this brother i'm not gonna give too many details because i don't want to gossip but he came up from a really impoverished background and it's similar to the background i came from so it's trauma right lots and lots of trauma and I think perhaps God is using me as like that instrument to start his healing process as in, wow, this person might, well, if I do end up rejecting him, I hope he doesn't ask me out. I'll just ignore his feelings because, oh my goodness, it's a burden. But I need to separate myself. My circle is in within my feelings, right? His circle is there. Like just, yeah, it's, it's hard because I grew up in a mished home. So sometimes I can't figure out, oh, wow, like that person's feelings are theirs. And yeah, yeah, whatever. That's another topic for another day. But either way, God has that specific person for you. In the Bible, it says, write the vision and make it plain. That's the vision God gave in your heart. And you have to fight for that vision. You have to fight and, you know, fight and fight and fight. Even when the devil tells you, well, how will this counterfeit? You got to say, no, that's not the God's promise for me. You have to have that faith and be like, God will give me the desires in my heart. And this person certainly isn't. Well, good night to y'all.